Medical doctors with a holistic approach, Satya Health's passion is to empower everyone to heal from within. Join Dr. Sunny and Shai weekly to turn your life around. Hi everyone, Dr. Sunny and Shai here. We're back today continuing our series on inflammation. So today we're going to be talking about something a little bit different, something you might have not really heard of or didn't even realize could cause chronic inflammation. Today we're going to be talking about electromagnetic fields. You might have also heard of them as EMF. So before we talk about how EMF causes inflammation, let's first address what they actually are. So electromagnetic fields are essentially anything that is carrying a charge or electricity through it. It generates an electromagnetic field. And what we know is that that field will disperse in the environment in a certain pattern in a certain way. And that will actually interact with us at certain subtle levels that originally were not thought to be very important. But with further understanding, further research and further evidence, they're very much understood now that the electromagnetic fields outputted by our electrical appliances definitely impact us on um, biological levels. So how does it affect our biology? So essentially what the, the paradigm is, is that we, we as beings are electromagnetic. We in every cell of our body cast an electromagnetic field around the cell and around our entire body there's an electromagnetic field. This has been coined the biofield and biofield science is something very new and exciting and something we actually do a lot of, um, of measuring people's biofields and understanding their vitality. But what we've understood also is that external electromagnetic fields can actually create an effect on our own electromagnetic field. And how that translates now is that our biology is being informed um, by our own electromagnetic field first. And this really comes down to the genetic level. Our personal electromagnetic field is actually what is informing our body's DNA on how to make biology. We're going to explain this in future topics, so don't get too lost in the details right now. But the point is, is that we have an electromagnetic field and it actually dictates how we express our genes. Now, if there are other electromagnetic fields around us, it can change the expression of our own electromagnetic field and actually change the expression of our genes. So instead of maybe activating genes of wellness, if we are exposed to external EMFs, we can actually start activating genes of illness. It's quite possible. And the data and the science is actually showing this now, uh, even on the conventional levels. If you do a quick PubMed research on um, electromagnetic fields and their biological effects, There are thousands upon thousands of articles now very closely linking um, EMF exposures, especially in certain areas of the world, and their biological effects. We're talking about things like cancers. Uh, We're talking about things like vascular disease, autoimmunity. But the bottom line is that the root of it is inflammation. What Shai and I do on the other end of um, our work with we do some work with biofields and we do some work with genetics. 
And there are some specific genes that have been isolated that if you have a susceptibility for, you will have a, an um, you will have an effect created by electromagnetic fields that manifests as inflammation in your biology. So it's really important to understand that it doesn't affect everyone in the same way, and but that doesn't mean that it doesn't affect you. It just means that certain people will have certain susceptibilities that they will express inflammation more when they are exposed to electromagnetic fields. So there's definitely, you know, I can definitely relate when I'm in um, stores where there's a lot of EMF from gadgets, a lot of Wi-Fi, a lot of routers. Um, you know, I definitely get brain fog, headaches, fatigue. Uh, whereas other people walk into stores and they have no issues. So, you know, this is definitely something that is more individualized. And you definitely have the genes for it. Too. And I definitely have the gene for it. So, you know, that's definitely something to keep in mind. I think a lot of this comes down to um, people feel that it's paranoia. And, um, you know, there was a lot during the pandemic that people were, you know, tearing down 5G towers or um, things were happening that were you know, kind of um, a mass mentality where, uh, you know, there was a big paranoid, um, there's a big paranoia of what these electromagnetic fields are. And what the bottom line is here for us is that we don't want to, we don't want to make it so that we have to feel paranoid. Um, it's clearly an evolution of our species to have information around us that is accessible and you know enhances our lives so these electromagnetic fields are, are really just enhancing us in many many ways in advancing our civilization we just have to understand the subtle effects that they have on our biology totally and i think that goes for anything in life right we have to we we want to enjoy all of these new developments everything that we're now achieving but we need to do it in a way that really balances us so that we don't tip off on any end. Um, we're going to talk about a few mitigation strategies and things that you can start doing at home that can really start helping. So one of the most important times when your body is healing, when your immune system needs the most support is when you're sleeping. The bedroom is supposed to be a sanctuary. This is where you go to rest, recover, heal and rejuvenate yourself for the next day. Bedroom is also where you spend at least eight hours a day. So this is an area where you really want to, you know, just take more precautions of what kind of uh, EMF gadgets you have in the bedroom. So definitely we would recommend no Wi-Fi routers in the bedroom if you can avoid it. And distance does matter. So trying to keep it as far away from you as possible. A lot of people sleep with their phone literally right next to their head. Um, this is emitting a lot of EMF. So if you really need to have your phone next to you for, you know, using it as, as an alarm, put your phone on airplane mode, turn off the Bluetooth, turn off the Wi-Fi, the cellular data. Um, if you really need to keep your phone on just for emergency sakes, put your phone as far away from you as possible, maybe a bathroom or a closet and put it on, you know, a ring so that you're able to hear it. But definitely, you know, turning off your phone, uh, off air, or put it on airplane mode at night is really, really important. Um, the other thing is that a lot of people have TVs in the room. 
you know, that's a whole different topic about having TVs in the room. But if you are someone who has a TV in the room, try to uh, hardwire it into um, the electrical system instead of using the Wi-Fi. If pretty much if you're casting Netflix or Amazon or Disney Plus or whatever, there's Wi-Fi on in your TV. So this is definitely emitting a lot of EMF while you're sleeping. There's actually cases of people who just recently, you know, purchased a smart TV and just have amazing flare-ups of chronic uh, inflammatory conditions. So there, there's a lot of evidence um, to tell you that, you know, this will exert an effect and it's dose dependent. So, you know, smart TVs are something that we really need to be aware of. That's a lot of um, Wi-Fi signaling that's happening when we're streaming, especially. And um, smart homes, smart homes mm -hmm. are just a lot. Yeah. Um, and so we're all sort of in this world uh, and they're connected to our smart bulbs as well. So by smart homes, we mean like uh, Google or Alexa or Yeah, Sonos the smart speakers. All the smart speakers where they give you any answer within a second that right. you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, the, Again, it's, it's not about being paranoid about anything. It's really just about understanding that this will exert some effect and taking mitigation strategies um, against that. Now, the best mitigation strategy is just removing the exposure altogether. So like Shai said, as hardwired as you can be into your home um, and as distanced as you can be from some of these high emitters like our routers and um, our phones, that does make a difference. Especially in the, um, if you're someone who is struggling with anxiety, sleep issues, headaches, um, any immunity issues, uh, any nerve issues, this is, you know, when you're sleeping, you really need to kind of uh, take precautions of what's kind of around you. The other place where a lot of people don't realize they're getting exposed is in their car. A lot of people are now hooked up from their phone to the car with Bluetooth and the metal case around the car actually traps more of the EMF and bounces around so you're literally exposed to so much more EMF while you're in the car. So keeping your uh, Bluetooth off as much as possible while you're in the car, you know, putting your phone on speaker, um, that can definitely make a difference. And headphones, you know, just keeping your headphones wired into your phone, um, not using those radio antenna headphones you know i feel like it's gonna come down to the future where we're like what were we thinking with some of this stuff we're... so he's talking about the ipods yeah the um the airpods airpods there <laughs> it is um we're not bashing apple we're bashing anything that's just not bluetooth enabled yeah headphones. exactly now the important thing here is that we use some very simple and I think really effective mitigation strategies because what the bottom line is we're all going to have exposures we're all going to have increasing exposures as we progress in our society you know 4g and 5g the difference in the power of the two is actually 100 times so 5g is extremely powerful and you know we're not saying it's not helpful it's just going to exert more of an effect than you know, even 4G did. And at that time, we actually even knew 4G was an exerting, exerting a biological effect on people. So an important idea here is to understand how do these electromagnetic fields really affect us? The 
the way to think about this is if you're in a lake or an ocean and you're on you're on a paddleboard or you're 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 in a small boat we'll say that and now just imagine that's you in the small boat and you see this big cruise liner come down come through the the ocean and create all these ripples through the water the best way to explain what that how this relates to our body is that the cruise liner is the electromagnetic field source it is the 5g and it is traveling linearly it is going through the water in a very specific way and it's very easy to not get hit by that if you just you know change your angle change your position you don't have to be hit by something like that but what where it really affects us is the ripples and the waves that it creates and it rocks our boat and it creates a change in the environment all around us those that rippling effect is actually how our biology gets most affected it's where we our our boat gets really sort of bumpy and so that's those those ripples are really what we're trying to mitigate against when we're talking about um physical mitigation strategies against electromagnetic fields there is a science called biogeometry this science has been actually rediscovered in a way um its roots are in ancient france and ancient egypt and what they have known for a long time is that certain fields when they are traveling will create these ripple effects and if you change the if you change the amplitude or you change the wavelength of those ripples you will actually change how they correspond with your biology and there are very specific tools that are are of very specific geometrical proportions that when you place them in your home they will change the shape structure of the ripples that are and create a more coherent um waveform that is more coherent with your biology. This is really the science of biogeometry and really the best way that we've ever seen to mitigate um electromagnetic field sources. If you're ever more interested, please reach out to us. This is um it's very it's very cost effective and mm-hmm. very simple versatile portable yeah totally and it covers up to 3000 square feet yeah totally um it's really the best strategy and it's nothing about you know trying to block these waves it's nothing about trying to deflect them uh, or dampen them it's really just about resynchronizing them so they are more coherent for our biology and then you know we really don't need to stress too much more beyond that there's a lot of devices out there um you know a lot of new companies now selling a lot of emf uh protection devices and you just have to be careful when you're purchasing them because a lot of them actually just deflect the emf and so that means that if you're wearing something that's an emf deflector it's literally bouncing off next you know to the next person next to you um and so that's not really very helpful so we recommend looking into emf resynchronizing devices yeah and you know if if ever you're looking for any evidence for this there was a very large scale um example done in a couple of towns in switzerland that were being very affected by emf where you know they put up an antenna actually in a church and people started getting headaches they couldn't sleep the agriculture was dying animals were migrating away and they used biogeometry principles in this place within hours people's symptoms went away within days 
the animals came back and you know within a few weeks the the plants started growing again so in terms of the evidence of what we've seen especially on a large scale this these biogeometry principles are the best for mitigating emf definitely you know it's it's very understandable that these things are very challenging to grasp because we can't see it um but it's definitely there and it's definitely affecting us um at a much larger scale than we're really giving it credit for. So, you know, understand that we are going to be exposed to EMF. We can't really escape it and there's no need to escape it, but we need to be also smart about understanding how to mitigate the risks of exposure. So, you know, at least start doing some of the things that we recommended like in your bedroom, in your home, um in your cars and, you know, that's at least one step up. What we'll be talking about next week in our series of chronic inflammation is actually emotional and mental stress and we are going to be addressing how, you know, emotional and mental stress is one of the most uh insidious insidious uh root cause issues of chronic inflammation. So stay tuned for next week. If you guys ever have any questions, you can always reach out to us uh, at Satya Health on Instagram, or you can email us hello at satyahealth.com. We're Dr. Sanyan Shai. Thank you so much for joining us. Hope you have a beautiful day. Connect and learn more ways to stay healthy from a holistic lens with Dr. Sanyan Shai on Instagram at Satya Health.